You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Black Sales After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Black Sales After Show. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like hey, that. guys, what's up? Thank you for tuning in. AfterBuzz TV Black Sales episode number one. I'm your host, Ryan Hooks. I like this jam. I forgot my sword. I was going to do some sword I, fighting. I can get Great. down with some swashbuckling. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, join me here on the panel, the always bearded wonder, Mr. Lem Gonzalez. That's right. That's right. The beard, ninth beard all day, every The day. ninth bearded wonder of the world. <laughs> uh, next to him sitting in, we've got Roya Tahiri. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Thanks Our... for tuning in, guys. Black Sales, episode I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Roman numeral number one, episode <laughs> I. Cool. So, uh, we just watched Black Sales, episode one. I want to know one word to describe what was your impression of the f- episode one? One word. Does that have to be... Can it be... It can be hyphenated. One word? Just a word. Just WTF? An, an attitude that comes to mind. <laughs> mind blown is one word. There's, that's not one word. It's a hyphenated Hyphen- word. Uh, one word. Okay. Um, all over the place with hyphens in between. All over the place with hyphens <laughs> in between. Great. Wow, yeah. WTF wows. A lot of good words for these uh, initial shows. <laughs> so now that we've done one word, I do. I want an impressions. What do you guys think of the show so far? Um, we've got a lot of characters. We've got a lot of uh, stuff that we are going to cover this episode. And there's a lot that's going to happen, I think. I think there is. I mean, I, I was just saying this earlier. I think that um, I would have liked them, them to put out like maybe three or four strong characters mm-hmm. and kind of develop that a little bit in the pilot episode and then bring in as we you know watch the show and get familiar but it's like they threw everybody out like all at once so it's like you know you got a shot of this person you got to this person you're trying to find out who this person's name how this person tied to this person so it was kind of a lot for one episode in my opinion yeah i agree it was a lot of, there was a lot of people to keep track of mm-hmm. um i had to keep writing them down and be like hey what's this who's this guy and who's that guy mm-hmm. yeah exactly and i just watched it i didn't watch it on saturday i watched mm-hmm. it today and Same. i'm so absorbing what just happened mm-hmm. hence the that's wtf why I went, that's why i wanted <laughs> your one word impression mm-hmm. that's why i watched the episode twice uh so i Cheater. could i cheated i totally cheated i'm sorry <laughs> i wanted to be well versed for you guys at home um so what i understand and here's what i know about black sales um black sales was written as a prequel to treasure island However, in the show, there are only a couple characters that are actually in Treasure Island. Captain Flynn is only mentioned. And uh, what some of the producers and people said that they are wanted to develop the story enough through the season and maybe into next season that when you get to the part that's the Treasure Island-ish part in the future, it can be like a bonus. So th- they want the show to be a standalone show, even though it is tied to Robert Lewis and Stevenson's novel, Treasure Island. Um, but they want it to be its own story. Hmm. Um, other than the similar characters, there's not anything in it that we've seen so far um so in that being said let's go into the who's who of treasure island who's who the who's who we've got a lot of characters to develop here um first off the show's created by john steinberg and robert levine exec produced michael bay which is obvious in the very opening which is it's immediately (laughs) noticeable at the very beginning of the show this is a michael bay production Mm -hmm. uh stars usually puts a big budget behind stuff michael bay always brings a big budget um what that means for the show is it means potential success just because of the fact that they've got money. Um, we've seen with the great costuming, the awesome set design, uh, the way the whole thing is set up, the way that it's filmed. This show has a lot of potential to do a lot of really, really cool things for a genre right now that's not being really utilized. Uh, mm-hmm. Lem and I do another show together, and we talk about that show on Intelligence, how that's a genre right now that's being used frequently. There's a lot of shows just like that show, right. overutilized. Pirates is a new thing right now. I mean, obviously things go in circles, and Pirates of the Caribbean was hugely su- su- successful, mm-hmm. uh, but it's gone away for a while. And that's coming back, and I think that it's going to be a cool potential to have a show that nobody else has right now, mm-hmm. that that's going to draw an audience that no one else is going to see. 
or it's going to draw the audience that were into Pirates of the Caribbean and they're old enough now for the sex and yes. the violence that it will actually keep yeah, buzzing. Because there actually <laughs> is uh, – there's a new show that's planned to come out on NBC called Crossbones. Uh, it's going to have John Malkovich in it and that's coming out sometime in 2014. Mm. But right now, this is the only pirate show that's on the market. And it's going to be the only pirate show like that because it's on stars. Exactly. And yeah. what you can do with it. Yeah, and so because we, we know now that they've already filmed an entire eight-episode season. They've already, even before the premiere last week, got official news that they're filming a second season. So we're guaranteed at least 18 episodes of the show hmm. that they are – stars are saying we're in. They're buying in. They released the first episode online, which, I mean, th- that can be a huge mistake or that can be hugely successful for the show. And they were saying on an article that I read that that's them buying into the show, that they believe enough in this show and the concept of the show that they are – they're in. They're in for at least 18 episodes. They're, they're investing the money in this show because you know they haven't had much on SARS in the last couple seasons that have been these original dramas. Mm-hmm. I mean since Spartacus went away you know, and Deadwood is what it's been also been compared to, they haven't had much. Mm-hmm. So – you know, with the success of HBO and Showtime and these other shows, AMC even, mm-hmm. they need something. Well, they how far something. would you go with success for HBO? Just saying. Like, even, like the first few seasons of I mean, you think shows? about uh, Homeland, for example. Yeah. Homeland is the show, and it's, it's doing very well in Showtime. Showtime or, yeah. you know, True Blood as well. It was very successful for multiple <laughs> seasons. So there are shows on these primetime channels that are original programming that are awesome, and people love them. So that's what they're going for, I think, with this. All right. So uh, into the characters. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of characters to talk about. A lot of, about. A lot mm-hmm. of characters oh to gosh. talk about. Uh, I'll just touch on some of the major ones. Uh, Toby Stevens plays Captain Flint. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of history with Shakespeare. Uh, you know, And the thing I like about this show, based on everybody that's in it, I don't know anybody in this show. I don't know anybody either. I mean, I do from like little things here and there, but there is nobody in this series that is a named star. And do you think yeah. they did that purposely? I think so. Absolutely. Okay. I was going to ask if you guys saw the same thing. Why do you think that is? Because if you get a show and you're trying to get a concept, this is a concept mm-hmm. show, pirates style show. So if you're trying to do a concept style show and I'm busy watching this show and I'm thinking about Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean or I'm thinking about this actor in another Johnny role. Get out of my head. Get out Jeez. of my head. <laughs> right. If I'm thinking about this actor in another show, I'm mm-hmm. not going to buy into him being Captain Flint. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think about him playing somebody else in some other show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens on a lot of shows when you're like, hey, we're watching Intelligence, Josh Holloway. Right. I think about Lost every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there are a lot of shows where that happens and you get caught up in their previous roles and then you're like, well, Okay, I guess I can believe it because, you know, I guess. Especially this being a time period show. For sure. Know, um, the, the nature of the show, the time that it's taken place, I guess, you know, just to affirm what you were saying, um, if you have, you know, considered a, a no-name cast, mm-hmm. then you can just really teleport yourself back to that time and be like, oh, okay, this is believable. You know, you get the accents, you get everybody kind of buying in, you get the, the dress, you know, everything behind it. So yeah, I, I agree with you with that. I agree with you. Roy, what do you think? They have really nice teeth. Is that a really, really dull point to bring out? I no. want to know who the dentist is on yeah. the West Indies island of Nassau, Bahamas. They, they casted that perfectly with nice teeth, everybody, Beautiful. you know. Luke um, Arnold, stunning teeth. Yes. That's John Silver. Um, I, see, that's the thing. You were describing it, how people are going to be thinking, oh, Johnny Depp. And that's, I was trying so hard not to think that way during the entire thing. And I was even saying, you heard me, mm-hmm. oh, this guy looks really familiar. Yeah. What's, and then I would miss key things in the show. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Why mm-hmm. did I do that? Right. Turn the brain off and just focus on just what focus it on is. Mm-hmm. So now, now that I've met all these characters, the next episode, I'm going to actually be able to focus and be like, all right. This isn't Pirates of the Caribbean. This is yeah. this mm-hmm. is Black Sails. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, there's definitely they've done a lot of things in this show to distinguish it from these other shows. Uh, you know, even from Treasure Island, where these characters are their own style, standalone characters. They are not your pirating arg, peg leg, <laughs> pirate parrot toting right. characters. Yeah. They are dirty, gruff sailors who live on a ship and fight for what they want, and they don't have laws. They don't have rules. Um, and I think that's cool. I think that's going to have a lot of potential, like I said, in these coming episodes once we get a little character development. And I think that's what the, the reason they threw so many characters out there is because now we have multiple storylines as well. Right. Um, you know, and you can get a lot done in eight, eight episodes with multiple storylines mm-hmm. uh, instead of, you know, focusing too much on one. Uh, anyway, back to characters. Uh, uh, Hannah New plays Eleanor Guthrie, uh, the mistress of the house, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Arnold is John Silver, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach McGowan, who showed up halfway through this episode as Captain Vane. Mr. Vane. I'm going to keep calling him Zane. I don't know why. That's in my head. Looking fabulous. Mark Ryan as Gates, who, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Ryan will be joining us here in two weeks on our show to talk about his role as Gates. I'm so glad it's him because he's, I love him on the show. He's great. He's He's so sweet. Excellent character. (laughs) 
Of, of the actually, uh, and of all the actors in the show, Mark Ryan, shout out to you. Uh, he is by far done the most that I care about in acting. Here's why: in the movie Transformers and also Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen by Michael Bay, Mark Ryan voices Jetfire and Bumblebee. Shut Ooh, up! Bumblebee. Shut the door! Right? Really? <laughs> Mark Ryan throwing out your big sexy voice, that English <laughs> accent. We can't wait to have you in here and your big beard. Uh, and Ooh, also, he's going to be with the beard. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I should sit um, away so you guys so can have maybe a beard. you can just grow one. No, I can't. <laughs> I'll shave mine and grow it back, and you can have yeah. it. Okay, there you Actually, go. Actually, I, 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 I I'll bring a fake one in. You know? I tweeted I out to Black Sails uh, <laughs> this past week, and I tweeted Mark Ryan because I said, I'm growing my beard in honor of being a pirate. Uh, in my life, I've always wanted to be two things. I've wanted to be a pirate, and I've wanted to be Wolverine. So I kind of look like Wolverine. Now I can be a pirate, too. Hmm. I see it. You see it. Okay. So yeah. I told Mark that I was going to grow my beard out until he comes onto the show. Right. So, so, Mark Ryan, don't ever come on then. Mark Make Ryan, <laughs> I will be I want to see it a big. caveman by the time you get here. <laughs> caveman. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, we did have a slight introduction to Anne Bonny, uh, played by Clara Paget. Which uh, one was Anne Bonny? Anne Bonny was the pirate that was with Captain Vane that had the double swords. Oh, I liked her. Ah, yes. Historically, is a real pirate, one of the most ruthless female pirates in history. Oh really? Um, yes, very true to character form in that. Uh, we've got Rackham, played by Toby Schmidt. Very uh, Boy George lookalike wonder. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Jessica Parker Kennedy as Max, the prostitute with plans to move ahead, and also one of our many love interests with Hannah New as uh, Eleanor Guthrie. I'm just going to go on record saying that Max is lovely. Thank you. Max is <laughs> lovely. Thank you. I liked Anne Bonny because she's so Kennedy, like, yeah. lovely. forceful with the other pirate. She like grabs his dick and just says, I just want to... Oh, okay. That went to his pickup line. I was like, damn. All right. So we only got a couple more. Uh, the other two <laughs> major characters that we've introduced into this series right now, uh, Tom Hopper as Billy Bones and also a Treasure Island character and uh, Sean Michael as Richard Guthrie, Mr. Guthrie, the owner of the plantation. Right. So cool. So we've got all that covered and we know who's who, right? Everyone's going on the same page. Right. Awesome. Great. Let's talk about this show. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that I noticed is a very underlying thing throughout the various parts of the episode were the politics. The show is very much political-based, if I think so and say so myself. Uh, what do you guys think about the politics of the show? Did you catch into that? Uh, I did see uh, George Bush look-alike um, inside. No, I'm just joking. Um, I, mean, I mean, there's definitely an uh, order with that. Um, I see what you're saying as far as, like, how it can... Uh, you can mirror, you know, what's going on in politics today with with uh, kind of the politics, as you will, of the pirating of things that go on, the hierarchy and things of that nature. So it did kind of follow with that. They talked about the monarchy and things of that going on. I just thought it was interesting about how the voting process, you yeah. know, they're like, you know, uh, you have uh, uh, Captain... Um, Where's he at? Captain, Captain Flint, Flint, who is kind of vying for his position and basically, you know, looking to be voted out by other people. And I thought that that was an interesting, you know, take on things because you're thinking like pirates and yeah. they're just kind of mm-hmm. anarchists and, yeah, and they just kind of do what they want or whatever. But they actually have some structure and order. And that was actually evident at the very beginning of the episode after uh, the walrus, which is the ship they sail on, mm-hmm. took over the merchant ship. They had the merchant ship's captain tied to a pole. Right. And he said, call them off. And then he's like, you can't. You don't have control. They're going to do this to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things I noticed a lot of in comparison is a democratic versus monarch point of view. Captain Flint is very much monarch. At the end of the episode, he had a really great quote, and I love the moment when he's with Billy Bones in the boat, where he says, civilization is coming, and it means to exterminate us. Because that's the civilized democratic world that's invading, if you will, mm. his monarch point of view. He said he's the king. And he wants to be the king. And at the very end of the episode, he said, you guys will be princes of the new world. Yeah, that was that was. So good. he had a couple of, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, was was awesome. You know, Captain Flynn had a couple great moments at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But very much, like I said, monarchical point of view mm-hmm. where he is the king and this is his world and you guys are all in it. Right. But then at the same point, you were saying with the pirates, they've got a big democratic side to them. Mm-hmm. They 50-50 everything. So mm-hmm. it's fair. They vote on who's captain based mm-hmm. on a democratic point of view. Um, so do you think that there are some underlying tones in this and re- re- bleh, <laughs> revelation to the period where they are, you know, this is 1715 is when this takes place and it's moving, you know, pretty close to when we're starting to get civilization in the future, what would be United States of America, mm-hmm. where these people have this soon to be democratic mindset and they are getting away from British oppression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Why are you guys both looking at because me? Because we want you to make an opinion <laughs> something thoughtful. No, I, I like where you're going with all this. It's good. I, I was going to say it's interesting how even for getting votes that they're still bribing other people mm-hmm. with money and how mm-hmm. that's still in the politics of, hey, you need to mm-hmm. vote for us. Mm-hmm. We'll, Listen, we'll pay for you. Greased palms always gets votes. <laughs> and that's still true today. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and, I, and like I said, with that too, um, in terms of this end of mankind thing that they're doing there is even the very beginning of the episode there was a quote that came up uh and at at this point in history pirates were actually used for they were purchased basically by countries to stop other countries from shipping so that they could be the only one that shipped well then it got out of control eventually and they were unable to control the pirates Uh uh so at this point civilizations or civilized nations if you will have declared pirates bad illegal you know they they're all against Bad. them. Uh, and there was a quote that came across. It was a, a Latin inscription, uh, Hostis Humana Generis, which means they are enemies of all mankind. But in return to that, the pirates said, you know what? That's fine. We'll adopt our own doctrine. And they come up with the doctrine of war against the worlds, which is where we see their lack of care for rules or establishment right. or anything other than their way of life. Right. So, again, there's, uh, there's a lot in this, I think, in this first episode that's a political stand of view, standpoint. So... I agree. Yeah. Is that all? <laughs> I'll just keep talking then. I know you like hearing my voice. Very thorough. Very thorough. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying. I'm to- listening. I'm just like oh, story time. Just sitting story here, you know? time. And I, th- I think that's Come one more. thing that that this show is going to do. That's going to set itself apart. I mean, I know. I know. I heard a lot of complaints of articles that I read and that mm-hmm. people have seen the first couple episodes that this show wasn't your typical pirates. It wasn't all sword fighting and mm-hmm. people getting killed and boats and sailing away. There was a lot behind it that that created, you know, a drama. And I, I know people are disappointed, I think, that they wanted this, but why why does it, why does a pirate show have to be all sword fighting and all boats sailing and explosions? Well, that actually all happened in this episode. They were on a yeah. boat. They mm-hmm. sailed away from another boat. They mm-hmm. had a sword fight. Oh, and then it turned into a fist fight. Oh, and then there was an orgy. And then there was more lesbianness. Like there was a bunch of stuff going on. I don't know what. But I think I think the overall tone is that a lot of with a pirate show, you're thinking like it's like eighty percent action. That's all you. That's you all know, people you, expect. People just expect eighty percent action. There's a lot of that's action. Kinda, in this, well, though. there was, but I can see because how else are you going to have this political aspect um, if there's just a bunch of fighting? Right. You know, as soon as they try to vote, oh, I'm gonna kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the, the, uh, people just equate that with just a lot of violence or a lot of you know things, and they did have that, but it just wasn't as much as what people may equate it to be. I, I agree, and. It, and I, I think that that's going to be a really cool factor of the mm-hmm. show. I mean, I know people are going to be like, oh, whatever. But, I mean, how many people oh. sit around and watch Law and & Order and they sit in a courtroom and debate about stuff? Right. And people love that show. And I think that drama is what sucks people in. Mm-hmm. What show or what channel is Tudors on? Is that on Showtime or is that on Stars? Stars as well. That's Stars. So maybe they're expecting it to be kind of like that where there was a shitload of sex in that one. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with that. But, just went there. you know, and maybe that's what they were kind of comparing it to for the people that were re- writing yeah, these yeah. reviews. And, and historically, for a Stars show, this show extremely lacked in sex in terms of what they've done in other episodes, male or female, doesn't matter. This show lacked from what they have done historically. They pulled back and I think maybe they had a stigma about themselves because they're known as the sex channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's good. I mean, you don't need all the sex and all that to sell a show. Well, people want to see, I mean, I think it just gives a more realistic view of this time period. You know, there wasn't, you know, 24 hour sex or there wasn't 24 hour violence. What? Right. <laughs> sorry. No. To I'm so Man. sorry to disappoint you. I know. I know. But, you know, it's, it basically <laughs> oh. had these different lines and things that happened. And so this show, I think, is just kind of laying that out and giving you a different perspective than maybe what you've seen before, which is more realistic. So what I have heard, though, in terms of that, the first four episodes are a good port, portion of politics being set up. People mm-hmm. creating sides and teams and alliances and that kind of stuff. Coming into the middle part of the season, episode five, six, there is a lot of action. There's a lot of swashbuckling, if you will. Uh, they're unbuckling their swash. <laughs> You're welcome for the reference. Uh, so th- that is coming, and it is part of the series, and they did not forget that people wanted that. Right. But I, I like the, the foundation of a drama series with yeah. who's on whose side. I like the fact that there are people that I can't trust. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like right now you want to be on Captain Flint's side. You love Gates you know, because he's so loyal. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people that you're not sure about. You know, right. you don't know yeah. where Anne, Bonnie, and Vane stand. You don't know how 
ambitious Eleanor is. Or Randall. Or Randall. Right. The cook. Yeah. With the kitty cat. The cook with Mr. Kitty. I thought he was going to cook the cat. <laughs> I know, me too. I was like, please <laughs> Please don't, don't cook the cat. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's stars again. You know, right. you're expecting stars to do that. You're right? expecting Pirates stars. Pirates and cats. That's <laughs> what Pirates happens. Yeah. It's a monkey in Pirates, but this one will take a cat. Okay. All right, cool. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we love having you. We appreciate you being here. Uh, we love that you want to tune in and watch our AfterBuzz TV shows. So we want you to go onto iTunes and check us out. Uh, you can find over 67 different shows that we podcast on a weekly basis, over 25 million viewers in over 100 countries. AfterBuzz is worldwide. That's awesome. Uh, we do this for free. We love doing it because we are fans of the show just like you're fans of the show. So if you want to know what you can do to help us out, Go into iTunes. Check us out. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a comment. We want to know what you think about the show. We want to know what you think is going to happen on the show. We want questions, uh, things we can talk about. Because we do the show for you, and we want you to be happy. So we appreciate you tuning in. Check us out on iTunes. Give us a rating. All your devices can get it. You can also check us out on YouTube. All kinds of good stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff. And you'll Thumbs see me up. and Ryan's beard. And you'll see my beard growing week by week yes. if you tune in and subscribe to our iTunes channel. There it is. AfterBuzzTV.com. Cool. Exciting. I know. Moving right along. <laughs> All right. So um, let's talk about some of the plot points of the show so far. Plot. The plot. Hmm. I mean, who wants What's... to talk about the plot? The plots. All right. So the, the show starts off. We see, like I said, the walrus attacking his merchant ship, and Captain Flint is looking for something. Mm-hmm. We don't know what at this point, but he's attacking the ship. We first then meet John Silver on the merchant ship, and he is with their cook, if you will. And the cook has a piece of paper Mm -hmm. that he steals from him Mm -hmm. after he kills him and after the ship has been attacked. Uh, Then Silver agrees to join the crew of the walrus as a pirate because he's an opportunist. Right. Um, I saw a lot of similarities in his character uh, in in what they use as Jim Hawkins as Treasure Island is he's a young character, kind of an opportunist, but also a little bit timid, but at the same time, kind of, you know, a little bit sly, <laughs> very so, sly, very smart, very, not a little very, bit, very sly, very sly, very smart, very knows what's going on. Um, and I, I think that he's going to be, and he become in Treasure Island. He becomes captain. Um, like long John Silver. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. If you didn't read Treasure Island in 10th grade, long John Silver is the captain of the walrus. Wow. I know. I mind blowing. at a restaurant. That's <sighs> crazy. And <laughs> hash browns and tater tots all day long. No. So, I mean, we see a lot of cool characteristics. But I think it is nice because it sets him up in terms of what he develops as the show is going to progress and what he becomes in the Treasure Island novel. Um, so once once they uh, have captured all these crew members from this merchant ship that was unnamed, uh, we meet a character named Singleton, played by Anthony Bishop. Ugh. What did you guys think of Singleton when you first met him? What did he go through to get all those scars? He had that great scar down yeah. his neck. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. What? Ha- what? Ruthless. Like, I want to know his backstory of how he got there. That would be a great spinoff. That would be. That would be. And yeah. hopefully they, they show us that. That's the kind of stuff we were talking about before. Like yeah. I, want to, I want to hopefully get to the point, and I know you said that it's going to pick up you know, in the fourth episode. I hope that they start showing us where these people come from because he was one. I was like, yeah, I was just like you. I was like, where does this guy come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why like, does he have a chip on the shoulder? What did yeah. he do? Like, what to, happened? Well, I mean, what did he do to get the power as well, mm-hmm. to get yeah. the votes? Because right. if he, at the point when the show is mid-episode, we learn that he has enough votes to take over Flint's captaincy. Mm-hmm. And then Gates goes and tries to buy them back. Yeah. So he's got to have done something. But at the same time, I think the men are upset. They've had four treasure routes where they've got minimal money. They've right. barely paid their right. expenses. They they made eight dollars. Right. I mean granted in this time eight dollars is still a lot, but think about going for months at a time on sea and making mm-hmm. eight dollars. Right. I mean I would be upset about that too. So he's I think giving them or showing them that there's potential that's not Yeah, you know, but why how did he, Captain Flint not knock him off the boat before? Before that power started. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you said why? Why did he not lock him up? Yeah, why? Why, yeah, why, why, why it, did he let it progress this far? Because obviously, he, uh, Singleton is someone who's very outspoken, and if it's not your ship, you would think that get off, you know, knock mm-hmm. him out. I'm the captain; it's my boat. I mean, maybe that's a pirate uh, stereotype, but still, I was waiting for that. So, why did Captain Flint let that happen? Let it happen, uh, and that's that's funny too, because that goes back to our our political debate where. Does he have the authority to do that? Mm-hmm. Even though he's the captain of the ship, can he just say, you know what, you're gone, mm-hmm. swim, you know, and throw him off the boat, kill him, right. walk the plank, whatever? Does he have that authority? But 
I think to that effect that he is probably so caught up in this pursuit that he isn't aware of what's going on around oh, him. Yeah. him. I think Gates is his only connection to the crew because Gates is obviously involved. In- well, who was the person that he asked the question? He said, hey, you got to know what's uh, going on behind my back. That was, that was Billy Bones. Yeah. When, Billy Bones. Yeah, so because okay. when Billy Bones goes with him to meet uh, Guthrie, mm-hmm. Richard Guthrie, mm-hmm. and Gates sends him along to keep him in line, he says, you're, you're the boatswain. You work on both sides. You know the lower crew members, and you know us in the captaincies. You know, and that's when he finds out that they're upset. Right. Yeah. So I mean, he, he, I think he has an idea, but it could be the fact that he's kind of feeling some kind of way because he hasn't been bringing in what he's supposed to be doing as a captain with the treasure, and then knowing the crew kind of uh, is is is, uh, is is resistant to him mm-hmm. because of their low wages. You know what I found really interesting, besides the fact that they got wages coming in, the fact that they got um, if they got hurt, they got money for it. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. he got injury paid because he, he got one guy got shot, one guy Worker, broke his arm. Workman's comp or whatever. Right. Yeah, basically <laughs> workman's comp. Yeah, HMO, it's yeah. HMO pirates. Like, where's that here? <laughs> I mean, you, you think he's got disability payments? Right. Too? Yeah. Hey, this is interesting. That I don't mean to go back to the politics. No, thing, no, it's fine. Just, I mean, uh, that's. I think it's going to be a, a major underlying factor in the foundation of the show. So by all means, we can go back to the politics <laughs> over and over again because I, I think it is. It's going to be there, mm-hmm. and I think that's a cool part of the series. So. And eight dollars is minimum wage, government. So. But how no. much back eight dollars? That's a lot of money, right? Ish. I, I said it was like eight dollars an hour. Well, I'm, I'm, no, no, I know, but eight dollars in general isn't that right. a good amount? I mean, <laughs> well, you think that later Gates borrows a thousand pieces of eight to pay off the people, and he spends it all before he got through everybody, right? So, I mean, and based on what they're probably used to making as pirates and pillaging and plundering and keeping what they stole, you know, you could hit a couple ships a month, right? And they don't really have a good retirement plan. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. they do have a dental program though. Obviously, yes, because yes. everybody had good teeth and insurance. Yep. Dental program and insurance. So it's all right. I mean, <laughs> you do what you do. So uh, you know, and and you see then Singleton basically talking to all these characters and looking for ways to get votes. He's drawing people in, playing his political game. Uh, but we see then Gates the throughout this entire episode, and I think it's going to be his character for the show. Mm. Is very loyal. It's very much. The trustworthy, the guy you want on your team because he knows he's, he's going to go to bat for you. Right. Uh, him and Singleton kind of square off for a minute there where they're talking pretty close to each other, even though Flint's kind of drifted off and doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and as Flint goes to walk away, Singleton tries to kill the captain of the merchant ship and it says, you're, you're turning your back on us. And he calls him out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, that that's happened frequently, that he's called him out before? Do you think that... Well, he didn't really react in a negative way. It's just kind of like... Yeah, okay. He looked at him and then kind of walked off. I mean, he's just like, I'm over it. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Cool. And I mean, I think luckily, and that happened a couple times in this episode, Flint was in a situation that was diffused by something else happening. Because <laughs> yes. right right then when something's about to happen, we see uh, the British naval ship show up, the man of war. Uh, and so they have to hightail it out of there. Take what they got and go. Right. Yeah. Um, so they do. They leave and they head off to the island. But uh, we see that Singleton's still trying to get these votes to remove the, the captaincy. And Gates and Flynn are talking about that. So Gates says he wants to go see Richard Guthrie. So they're heading off to the Bahamas on a little vacation. To the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On an interesting side note, by the way, the show was actually not filmed in the Bahamas. Sorry to disappoint. Uh, Cape Town, South Africa was where all eight of these episodes took place. Built a complex. So the, the set that you see is very elaborate, very well built. Um, and I was telling them earlier, I read an article that said that this complex was so extensive that they built off of South Africa, off the coast, that people thought it was a theme park. That's and, crazy. And, and that goes to show the budget that they're putting behind the show yeah. and the investment that they're making in it. Again, I th- and I think that's going to pay off in the long run because it's not going to be cheesy and it's not going to be campy. The costumes were awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, the swords were realistic looking. The ship, they built the ship. That's a full working functional pirate yeah. ship. Um, so they have these set pieces, these props, these costume designs that are going to make this so realistic that you're going to want to be a pirate too. I already want to be a pirate, so... You've got the beard. There so, it is. And the bald head. Right. You're, right. you're halfway there. I'm halfway there. I just need a parrot or something. You need, you need a sword and a peg leg. <laughs> right. No, no peg legs. We're not making peg leg jokes anymore. No. No. That's... Nobody wants to lose a leg. You could have bled to death, and then we wouldn't have you at all. There would we be. Yeah. But we don't have to pay him. That's true. That's right. I would get disability. That's the comment that I made, No, we actually. wouldn't if you died. Oh. Th- We're saying you die. Oh. I don't, Bleed I don't out. want to die. No. No, no bleeding out. Yeah. So... All right, anyway, so in this point of the episode, this is where we get introduced to Billy Bones a little bit more in depth. Uh, and Gates talking to him saying, hey, I got business on the island that I need to take care of. And I want you to go with Flint to talk to Guthrie because he's going to say no. 
to Flint, and right. Flint's going to do something stupid. So you need to be there to stop him. I like Billy Bones. I like his character. Do you? Do you trust him, though? I do. Yeah? I, you don't? I, there's something about him that is just, he seems wishy-washy. Like, so do you, do you know the, the Treasure Island story very well? It's been a long time since I read that. Okay, so spoiler time. alert again. No. In the Treasure Island story, the book starts off in the end with uh, Jim Hawkins. Billy Bones is the main character because Billy Bones stole this treasure map from uh, Flint and Silver, and he's on the run, basically. And the, sh- the book starts off with they're coming to find him, and that's how Jim gets the treasure map that they go off to find. Told you. So Billy, Billy Bones, Bones is bad. In the future, <laughs> becomes evil. At this point, I don't know if I think he is. I, I mean, I kind of like. But he's potentially him. evil. He's potentially evil. Yeah, I mean, he's a good-looking guy, Tom Hopper. See, I got good. Great senses. smile. <laughs> yes. Too clean of teeth. Too, Too clean. clean. I don't want to believe it until I see it. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, we may not see it at all. I mean, we may go eighteen episodes and not see Billy Bones exactly stealing anything. But as of right now, I like him. I don't. I have no reason to dislike him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, anyway, he goes off uh, with <laughs> the captain. Uh, and we see a cool little side bit here uh, that introduces us to a new character, Max. Uh, some of the other pirates take their new friend, John Silver, to meet Blackbeard. <laughs> uh, uh, Which, uh. can I just say, that was such a lame orgy that they had. <laughs> that was so lame. I thought that it was going to be something really bad. And then all of a sudden they had an orgy with him. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe they're going to steal something from him. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It was just well, a really bad, lame well-tamed orgy. I mean, they didn't show it all. And technically, they did sort of steal something from him. Because this is where we meet Max. Right. Uh, Max is a prostitute who's out for herself. Um, and she gets a hold of the piece of paper that they have rolled up in the scroll that uh, Silver stole from the, the merchant ship. And it's the missing page from the log that Flint's trying to find. Yes. This is his key to finding this ship, uh, the Urca de Lume, which is a, py- or a treasure ship supposedly, based on the way they're portraying it, that was part of a Spanish fleet, and it's loaded with gold. Five million dollars in Spanish. Five, yeah. five million dollars in Spanish gold. That's a little bit more than eight dollars an hour. A little bit. So, uh, I, I feel like that's, that's <laughs> I feel like that's a good thing. So anyway, Max yeah. steals this, this map from him and says, listen, I'll help you sell it. I'll get you to the right people. So, they are, there's a plot, then one of our plot lines mm-hmm. here is Max and Silver doing their thing and trying to figure out what they can do to make this into some money. Um, Max says, I'm in. Silver says, you shouldn't be in because I'm an opportunist and I'm going to take the opportunity if I see it. So you need to get out while you can. She doesn't fall for it. Yeah. So I think we'll see a cool little side story with them throughout the show and a little oh, bit of sure. development in their characters. Sure. Um, at the same time when this is going on, there's a lot of overlapping storylines. Gates goes to see Eleanor and Mr. Scott. We need a Mr. Scott in every show. <laughs> every. Yeah, so uh, Eleanor Guthrie is the daughter of Richard Guthrie, the merchant who buys and sells things from pirates and makes money off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the foul-mouthed Eleanor Guthrie. She's a you, strong character. She's a great, strong female yeah. character. So I really enjoyed I was like, yes, finally. I mean, there's also... Uh, and Bonnie. Yes, she's a good one, too. But she's more hands-on mm-hmm. versus uh, Eleanor. Verbal who's, and intelligent. Yeah. She, she uses her out. wits against yeah, people. she definitely came out swinging. Yeah. That's good. And I, I think that's going to set up a cool diversity because now we have several characters that are and I thought the entire cast and the entire show was very strong I didn't feel like there was much in the way of acting that I was like eh that I, I didn't believe that you know I thought everyone had a solid performance in the show except for John Silver he was an, he, a little bit theatrical in mm-hmm. his acting he always had those facial expressions was like oh the something's there I should go I can't do it but you know what I mean like <laughs> good thing those people who are listening can't see my right. attempts luckily but, yeah <laughs> but I mean uh, it was just a little bit I'm sure it's just because it's the first episode yeah. that that's how it is and we get used to it but right. he just and seemed I, too expression and that's something you know? I think we should look for as audience members because like I was saying th- these cast members in general are relatively new to to primetime television none of them have mm-hmm. done much in the way of major recurring roles on television shows. I mean, I was looking through IMDb page. You know, a couple people here and there have one or two episodes. Uh, the largest role of them all was played by Captain Vane. He was on Shameless for 24 episodes. Mm. So he's got the most experience, and it sort of shows in the, his demeanor in that episode. I mean, I thought he was overly dramatic in his character and his voice. so? Mm-hmm. A little bit. I thought it was, you know, he talks like this, and he's trying like to be Like Batman-ish. Sick. He's a little yeah. Batman. Uh, it, but Bane, maybe. A little Bane. Bane. <laughs> Captain Vane, played by Bane. Right. <laughs> so I... I thought, though, that for the lack of experience in terms of this type of extensive show and this type of budget and this serious level of work, that they all did very well. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. It was There was nobody that stood out. I was like, ugh. 
Shouldn't really? Have been on there. <laughs> Can we get a sword to their face? Actually, right. I do have to say Singleton did piss me off a lot, but at the same time, that was his character. That's how he was, and he did it very well. Yeah, yeah. He played it, and he got what came to him. So <clears throat> yeah, he got what yeah. came to him. <laughs> hey, spoiler alert! We're not there yet. I was just saying. Ah, you ruined it for everyone who didn't watch the episode. Another tuning in. Pirates. <laughs> ah, bar. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, Flint is off uh, with. Billy Bones, and now, again, Gates is with Eleanor, and Gates is trying to get money, because he wants to buy votes. Um, the Eleanor and her father have an investment in Captain Flint, and they've spent a lot of money, and he's made them a lot of money, so it's in their best interest to keep him earning for them, to keep his ship running and keep him in control. So she agrees and gives a thousand pieces of eight to Gates to buy off votes. Um, so that's good. Right? We hope so. No. Nope. Well, not according to nope. um, the person. What's the guy's name that is uh, is with her? Um, it's kind of like the keeper. Oh, yeah. That's Mr. Mr. Scott. Mr. Okay, Scott Mr. played Scott. by Hakeem Kakazim. Right. Now, he didn't think it's a good idea. Right. Because he didn't see it as a sound investment. Because right. a pirate is not a sound investment mm-hmm. at all. Because there's no guarantee they're going to do anything. But she said, luckily, my father's not here. This is my money. I'll do what I want. Mm-hmm. And gives him the money. Off he goes. Um and then at the same point, we get cut back to our couple overlapping scenes, which I liked in this episode. I mean, sometimes I think in TV shows that doing this can be too much, where it's jumping back and forth and jumping too much because uh, you lose who's who and you're still trying to figure out who was in the last scene and what happened when the next scene's already half over. Yeah. Like you were doing, Roy, you said. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so Flint, Flint and Guthrie are talking, and basically Guthrie says no, like if they knew that he would. Grabs him by the arm, threatens to break his arm. Billy Bones pulls his pistol out to stop Flint. Uh, right then, we get a captain busting in, um, who I wrote down his name. Talk about good timing on I his know. part. I <laughs> know. Talk about good timing on his part. Uh, busts in and stops him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a captain from the British Army, or Navy, I suppose, the Navy at this point, uh, and is there to arrest Guthrie because they have found out that he is selling stolen goods by pirates, mm. which he lies and says he's not. Luckily, Flint's there to save the day. Yep. Cuts him up, uh, but Guthrie gets shot as well. So they take Guthrie prisoner, and off they go to the ship. Um, I liked in this scene, though, when they're doing the overlapping, because Silver is going on the walrus, discovers the page that he has was the missing page from the book. Mm-hmm. And with the missing page, he now knows he's got something that is valuable. Because he realizes the book was missing. He realizes that that's what they're looking for. And it becomes a very pivotal plot point, I think, here in the next couple episodes, because... You know, as we saw in the trailer, he says, Flint knows I have it. But we also see Max saying that she stole it and is trying to sell it. Right. So, again, who do we trust? Do you just trust Max? The prostitute? The prostitute Max? Uh, I, I don't distrust her. I feel that she's going to be smart with the way she goes with it. <laughs> like, I mean, she, I think she's going to be more for her to get out of the situation she's in versus uh, long, John Silver, where he is. You is know, an opportunist. Yeah, it's, I don't know, he's got a good life so far. He gets orgies all the time. Why not? I mean, Bob (laughs) I'm not a fan of John. I mean, I'm just saying, just his character. I'm just not a fan of him right now. He may redeem himself to me, but for Mm. right now, he's just, I guess the way he's moving, um, I just don't like. I I like, I think that Max um, is definitely should... Uh, take control of that situation mm-hmm. as far as I think that she'll, she'll outsmart him. I, I think she will. I think she will. She just seems like she'll do that. But I just, I don't, I'm trying to figure out with, um, John Silver, like where he's going to come into play. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point. Is, is John Silver, we, we know Max is willing to do what it takes. Is John Silver an opportunist who is just doing what he can do to survive? Is he strong enough to do what he has to do when it comes time? I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, I agree. I don't think that at this point in the show that he is a strong enough character to make the choice when it comes down to him having to get his hands dirty. Well, mm-hmm. you know what's really interesting is that the fact that we didn't see him kill that cook in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We cut to something else and then we cut back to him. And he's dead. Yeah, right. exactly. So we don't see how he is. And who knows? Maybe the cook fell literally fell into something. There was an explosion on the ship when the bomb blew. I mean, he could have been yeah. killed in that. There's various yeah. He would be very cowardly. Though. As we learned from TV, if you don't see it, it didn't happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that, I, I think that that's a very good point that he may not be willing to do what it takes to get his hands dirty when mm-hmm. the time comes. Yeah, um, and even though in the Treasure Island story he is very considered ruthless and very smart, a lot of that could have been just hype because you know Flint has a lot of hype around him, but we don't really know. And I think that's true with a lot of pirates. 
what did they really do? Is it stories that they've told people to tell people that have got around to other people? And then, you know, it's a vicious cycle of who said he, she said that and who told what? Right. Who said she said. Yeah, exactly. Who said she said. Right. She said who said. <laughs> and, and, and like, I mean, that could happen. So I guess we'll find out. But yeah. you guys don't think so. And I don't think well, so either. Max is doing a really smart move with whatever she's doing. She's going around getting into everybody's pocket. Right. Not pockets, but she's playing. Playing her cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's doing what she had to do. Yeah. yeah. Right. And on a side note, uh, Captain Humey was the name of the captain that showed up when they were at Guthrie's house. Okay. Uh, whose name I was trying to find on my notes, but I couldn't. <laughs> so, anyway, um, what, what we see then going on is uh, Gates is still going around buying off people um, and trying to get votes in the pockets so that they can basically seal the deal. Um, we This is where we meet Rackham, played by Toby Schmidt, who goes off and tells Singleton that he's off paying these people. They go to visit some of the people that he was off visiting and essentially kill them. So yeah. he kills their leader, and the votes are now gone. So they have no votes, and he is calling to order the pirates to get together, and they're going to vote. Yeah, it was interesting the way we first see him. He's standing behind the the wagon or whatever that was, and you just see his nose kind of flicker, like move, and mm-hmm. it looks like he's a rat in the way he's he going to go. Yeah. And then he goes and his he tattles. His beard, his so. hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then this is where we meet uh, Captain Vane, because that's the last word that he said after he got killed. So we meet Aunt Bonnie, uh, Rackham mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and then we also learn a little bit about a past relationship between Eleanor Guthrie and Captain Vane. Yes. Um, where she from what I understand is they've had a sexual relationship in their past. So there's a lot of tension that's going to, I think, play out. It's going to be pretty cool. Between you think th- that's what you got out of it? No, I, I know so. Oh, excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. No, I, yes. I know that there was a sexual relationship between the two of them, and I, that is part where the tension comes from in the very uh, beginning. The reason she runs up and punches him in the face, mm-hmm. aside from the fact that she has a vested interest and in now he's screwed it up, is that they have history. Mm. Why else does a woman punch a guy in the face? That's how you... Okay. <laughs> I mean, how many? Times, I mean, how many times have you just hauled back and punched a guy in the face that you weren't having sex with? Never. All the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're across the table. Then. Lem, <laughs> Lem duck. That beard will protect you. Right. Force field. So anyway, so we see that they've kind of screwed everything up, uh, but that's okay because uh, Flint has a hostage now, if you will. He's uh, taking off his clothes, and so nobody knows who Guthrie is because they've never met him. Uh, bringing him on board. But this is where we see that the vote has been called to order. We're getting towards the end of the episode, pinnacle moment. Like I said, there was a great scene with Billy Bones and Captain Flint on the boat talking about their future. And the fact that civilization is not going to allow them to stick around long if they don't do what it takes to survive. Right. So they are on the outs. They're going to be exterminated is the word he uses. (laughs) Um, Which, I mean... It's true. It's true. So he's he's smart. I think he's ahead of the game. I think he knows what's going to happen. He's been around a long time. So, you know, obviously we know about him. Yeah. So well, he's been around a long time, since 1750 to be precise. And it's funny how he does, He can't tell his crew that that's the reason why he's doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. the extinction, because they wouldn't understand. They won't believe him. So, yeah, and, and I he's think, so far up I think ahead. he and Gates are smart. Yeah. And I think that in later episodes before, I'm not going to, this isn't predictions or anything, but when we get to the point, I think that we're going to see a relationship develop with them and John Silver. Because I think all three of them are very smart characters, and they're going to be conniving together in some aspect. So kind of all intertwine? A little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, not totally overlapping. I don't think John Silver is going to buy into it all the way or they're going to give him enough leeway because mm-hmm. he's new and they don't know him. But um, it's not part no, of it's cool fine. Kids. He's not in with the cool kids yet. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we see that um, they get on the ship and Flint basically calls out Singleton because they're trying to vote and he says, you know what? You stole from me. I know you did. And the the punishment for that is either trial or they fight it out. Luckily, they don't go to trial. They fight it out because mm-hmm. we needed another sword fight at the end of the show. Yes. Uh, absolutely. And this is where we see the most violent action. Yeah. Uh, and the reason that he calls him out, which is one thing we haven't talked about, is the whole storyline that what Flint is searching for. He's looking for a lost treasure, if you will, um, for a Spanish ship called the Urca de Lima. Or Urca de Lima. Urca de Lima. <laughs> it's spelled Lima. But anyway. Lima. Uh, Lima. Urca de Lima. There Thank you. you. Thank you, Urca de Lima. And... Uh, the Urca de Lima was part of a, a fleet historically, and in history, it wasn't actually carrying pounds and pounds of gold. It was actually a merchant ship that was carrying chocolates and spices and different things from Mexico to Florida. Uh, the ship got caught in a hurricane, and it was supposedly carrying a large amount of silver. So there, there is historically treasure aboard this ship, mm-hmm. and 
the treasure was privately owned by people, and they were very anxious to get the treasure back. And as you saw in the story, the the treasure belonged to the monarchy, and they didn't want their money. They didn't care that there was a hurricane. They wanted the ship to go now. Uh, in history, the ship was essentially sunk by the hurricane. They got the treasure off, and they sunk it. And it's actually still off the coast of Florida. It's a historic landmark you can go visit. It's 100 feet underwater, and there's cement towers around it. Yeah. But in the sh- in the story, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's really cool, actually. Uh, in the story, they are using it as this is a treasure ship, so to speak, and this private treasure is what they're trying to find. Um, this information they found out is only weeks old. So at this point, they haven't even got into the hurricane. They haven't actually lost the ship because I think it's before the historical events happened with the Urca de Lima. So I think that's going to be a pretty cool thing that's going to develop as the story goes. Anyway, back to the fu- <laughs> back to the fighting bar, which Captain Flink, uh, Flint really sucks at sword fighting. He's Can a we terrible just say that? He's whack. for a captain. He's really bad. Yeah, he's whack. I agree. For a captain, he's and he kind of did a little cheap shot with the a cannonball. Yeah, he got the cannonball like, busting in the head. <laughs> that was really cheap, but it works. I mean, that works. It's what it is. So uh, we see that Captain Flint wins the battle. Uh, we're assuming that Singleton is dead because he got beat to death by a cannonball. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I would assume that he's dead. I kind of hope so that they won't waste their money on him yeah, after right? that. Like, that's a lot of mess to clean up, too. <laughs> right. Write him off in one episode. I sound really cheap because I'm like, nope, just more kill him. More blood, more <laughs> violence. Count him all to that. Yeah. I mean, so that that basically ends the episode uh, in terms of the major driving plot points. But we do see one small little scene as the episode mm-hmm. ends where Max goes out and meets Rackham and, Rackham and Bonnie and says, I have something that I'm interested in selling you. Mm-hmm. A little bit of sexual innuendo. If you didn't catch it, I did. Yeah. Uh, but we're assuming that it's related to the thing going on between her and uh, John Silver. Probably the piece of paper that he stole, but he currently has in his pocket, supposedly. Right. Well, what do you, I mean, uh, the relationship, because she came out of Eleanor's room. Yeah. What do you think the relationship is between them? They have a love relationship, for sure. Is it real love? Or is, is it, it sex? It's love? I mean,. Because uh, the way the she thing. was comforting her was a I little agree. bit more intimate than if it was just a hookup. Yeah, know? I think that they have, they have history. Yeah. I think they do, or they're developing history. I think they're going to be hooking up again. Yeah. Hopefully we get two naked women next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's cool. So, I mean, that pretty much concluded our episode. So, I mean, based on everything we talked about, again, what did you guys think? Because like, I've been really, really excited about this show for, like, months. Honestly, did it deliver? You go, you go. Okay, I'm, I'm like you. I was very, um, very excited. I think that it it was underwhelming for the first episode, just in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I think a reason why is because they introduced all the characters at once and really didn't get a chance to develop any one character to where you felt vested into that character. For sure. Um, but I think it's set up for a good premise. Um, for the show, I like the way the direction it's going. Agreed. Um, but I think just for the first episode, it was definitely underwhelming. What do you think? I'm, I'm just, I don't want to throw all my eggs in one basket. You know, I, I want to wait. I did enjoy it. I am going to keep watching. Mm-hmm. I did, I thought it was great the way they filmed it, everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like you said, the whole, a lot of characters, I want one person to be like, yeah, go, right. go team. Right. I know it sounds really lame to have teams, but. But at the same time, then. You just to, want to pull for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To play devil's advocate, you can't pull for one person unless you've got people to pull against. So if we have 10 characters that we're learning about and one of those people steps out to you, now you've got nine people that you don't like. And yeah. so now there's so many more people that you want to hate and the hate will drive you so much farther in the show than mm-hmm. the love of one character. So, I mean, there's a lot of potential, I think, with that. Yeah, because the one character I did really not like at all was Singleton. But that's just yeah. because of who he was. But yeah. now he might Which be gone. Which means we're uh, – so. I, think, I think with Rackham and that crew, you're going to see a lot of hatred with them and Vane and, uh, yeah. and Bonnie. That that's going to be the bad guys, if you will, and or someone on the evil side. So I hope that that leads on to some cool things. Can you guys shave your beard to, like, Rackham's beard or whatever is – The, the pointed yeah, – I'll, yeah. I'll see what can I can do, do in a couple okay. weeks after yeah, Mark All right, cool. So um, thank you for tuning in, guys. I want to go into some AfterBuzz TV predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. So we saw in the trailer to the next episode uh, that Max is trying to sell off the map, that there's some distrust between Flint and Silver, and a few other cool little aspects. What do you guys think or expect for the next episode? Hopefully some character Let, development. Character <laughs> development. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. Um, I, I, I think that we'll kind of see some of the uh, 
skeletons, no pun intended, yeah. coming out of closets for <laughs> for some of the characters and kind of seeing how they became like, you know, your boy that you love so much, Singleton, why he is the way I know. I'm just, <laughs> I think I'm they'll, I think they'll bring him back for a couple episodes. Um, and well, a little backstory, a little flashback so. scene. I think so. I mean, because I think you know the way they showed him his 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 character was important. Yeah. Um. To to the episode itself. So I think that you will just see just backstories and kind of how people. I'm curious to see as um, Mr. Scuffy Guthrie. Yeah. Um. Kind of what yeah, her. Yeah. Exactly, Eleanor. What she you know got her to the point of where she is. You know, for sure. The dynamic with her and her father and and all that stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, obviously, her father's a pinnacle part of that, but right. she's very much on her own. And she's doing. She She's doing what she wants. Definitely. For definitely, sure. Definitely. So, Roy, what do you think? What do you think's going to happen? Uh, I think Eleanor and Flint are going to bang. Um, <laughs> and Vane, I think, is going to um, have a conference, like a um, fight with Gates of some sort, uh, either verbal or whatever. I know it's really random, mm, but that's no, the that's, way I'm going to go. That's very uh, John Silver, <laughs> though, I don't think this next episode is going to be the episode where, even though it was foreshadowed that he's going to be. Oh, it's teased, Captain I think. Flint. Yeah, because they showed a clip of him on the boat right before the sword fight, and then an audio of something else. So that whole yeah, thing yeah. could be something completely different. Right. Um, I just don't think we're going to get into that yet. I think they're still going to try and find the map. Mm-hmm. But uh, Billy Bones is he's going to he's going to do something. To, I, I, he's going to set himself up. Yeah, set himself apart. I rather. think so. Because he's already got his hands dirty by saying the map was on there, and so maybe him and Gates are going to. Yeah, I kinda... think there's going to be some cool conflict because there was a yeah. scene with him and Gates, and he's saying you. I, he's nervous about it, but Gates is telling him you protected the crew more than the captain. Right. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a cool thing. Cool. Uh, so thanks, guys, tuning in for our after buzz after show here for Black Sales episode number one. I R I. Guys, tell me where you can find him, Lim. Uh, you can meet me at uh, the Poet Saint. Uh, on Twitter and Facebook all day, every day. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as well at Hey Roya. That's H E Y R O Y A. All right. And as always, you can find me at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will catch you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.